Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League. Soccer. Ah, the podcast after my team have been beaten by your team. My favourite. We've had, uh, what, this is the third one of these now? <sighs> yep. I'm just in a happy place right now, especially with MLS. Go on, get it all out of the way. I suppose when we recap Rivalry Week, we're going to have to start somewhere. So we might as well start with uh, Orlando City 1, Atlanta United 2. Um, I don't, you know, I'm used to beating you now. We, you don't want to talk about Orlando City. So let's quickly round this off. This one match, and then we'll talk about the other matches. Um, you have, well, your, your trips to America and all, you've been, been starred in Hollywood life and whatever caught up with you a bit, didn't it? So you didn't actually watch the game live. Uh, yeah, I um, fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, for the best. I mean, let's be honest. I knew what the outcome was going to be. I was pleasantly surprised by the score, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I fell asleep. Yeah, I I texted you at the start of the uh, the game because I thought, watching the first bits of it, and it was a real end-to-end game, the first... I think the first 10, 15 minutes, Orlando had the better of it, but I still felt... We're going to hit you on the break. Martinez will score. I need to make sure you're watching it because you've got, you went on about this gift that you made. No, I made the gift. I made the gift for Martinez and his record, and then like couldn't post it because he didn't do it. Then he scored, and I thought, here we go. And then he then he didn't do it against Columbus, and so 
I'll be honest, it was pretty. I was pretty convinced it was going to happen against Orlando. Obviously, he scores every game, let alone yeah. against Orlando. Um, but I need. I, I told you where it was just in case, and I was glad I did. Yeah, um, saved it in a special folder, ready for you to use when you didn't answer me. I thought right, he's falling asleep here. So, uh, but I think Orlando, Orlando played a lot better than what I thought they would have done, and I think that's uh, credit to James O'Connor. He seems to be turning it round, not in results but maybe mm. performances yeah this is i think i messaged i mentioned to you actually like having watched the game back we weren't bad to no. be fair um especially considering we're, we're playing the, the the best team in mls maybe ever i think better than that toronto side really that, that everyone was saying is, is the best greatest mls team ever i i really in terms of james o'connor coming in just just briefly i think performances have been 100 percent better a hundred percent more encouraging. We look more dangerous going forward. Um, you know the fact that Scott Sutter was there to to hit that strike, let alone do it that well. Yeah, it, you know things are things are working. It's just not we've just not got that result. But um, sometimes you you can see some potential in in a manager and, and in what he's kind of trying to do, despite what's what's happening results wise. And, and I think that's the situation we're in at the minute. And let's be honest, it doesn't matter anymore. So. Crack on, James. Um, <laughs> well, my response to that is, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Atlanta are the... Well, I think mean, if Atlanta start winning stuff, then, yeah, you can probably look at it being the, the Oh, yeah, if, I mean, if they are to now go on and, and win that MLS Cup, I, I think they're a better footballing side than Toronto. Yeah, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. But they're more enjoyable to watch, I think, and I think that's why, uh, from an Orlando point of view, the first goal... You don't want to be giving goals like that to... I mean, to be fair, it got to Gonzalez Perez, so he could easily have missed it because he's Gonzalez <laughs> Perez. But you don't want to be giving away goals like that. Um, yeah, Sutter scored a great goal, great finish. And then I, I think, honestly, I do think that Orlando had the better chances. In my eyes, watching it, they, Orlando... I was never I was never worried that we'd lose the game, but I think Orlando had the better chances. Mm. Atlanta were just hitting Orlando on the break and you could probably tell that at some point the goal was going to happen. Martinez gets it. He just finished it in a, such a class way. And it's instinctive. The guy, yeah. we, we mentioned it last week and I don't want to keep going on about uh, Martinez. If you go on our Twitter, at Total Access Show, you can uh, you can hear what I had to say last week about, about Martinez, the record breaker. Um, it's a great finish. It's really, really nice. It's great. It shows great skill, great composure. It's instinctive. It's just what he does. He finds the back of the net. I have one issue. Right. The celebration. <laughs> now, Martinez is the best player in MLS at the minute. Yeah. We both agree on that. Yeah. One thing he isn't is uh, Lionel Messi. Don't do the Messi shirt off celebration. Don't hang the shirt. You've had, like, one and a half good seasons because of injury. Like, you're very good. You're the best player in the league. Don't do that. You've got to celebrate breaking the record somehow. And I think that's the way you do it in modern football. Lift your shirt up. You, uh, ber- you berated Mueller for the Ronaldo celebration. We're not Im- we're not imitating... I'm not good. Sorry. I'm sorry. You cannot compare Mueller to Martinez. Martinez can do what he wants. Whether If he went to a different league, then no, he can't be doing that. But he's smashing MLS, so he can do. Mueller isn't. Anyway, it was nice to see the whole of it. Even the Atlanta sub celebrated with him. It, you can tell it meant a lot to them. Um, I say let's round this off here. Atlanta won again against Orlando. I've never lost. 
to you when you're supporting them. Uh, we're actually speaking to Stuart, who's part of Atlanta United UK supporters group. I'll just later let on. you deal that. Yeah, so um, we are going to be talking about Atlanta later on. So let's move on. You will. <laughs> uh, right, the rivalry week kicked off um, with a Hudson River derby, and we were we were watching this not mm. together, but we were texting each other. What? He finished one one, but what a game this was! <laughs> the, the last uh, twenty minutes of that game was just <laughs> an absolute farce. Like I actually had a bet on the game, and um, I had uh, I had two goals to be scored, right. which obviously came in, and then after that, just before the sending off, I was like, I don't think there'll be any more goals in this. And so I bet against another goal being scored. Now, I mean, what just what happened after? As soon as I placed that, it was just a joke. Like red cards, end to end, end to end, end to end, missing chances, hitting the woodwork. It was just unbelievable. It was, it was a great game. The the two sendings off. Um, what was your opinion on them as a as a neutral watching it? Because when you look at New York City were not happy and I don't know whether it's because of the situation the fact that the fact that they find themselves nine down to nine men but they were not happy with either sending off really I what think they were both sendings off do you reckon yeah okay uh, I, I, yeah I, you can't it was one of those where both of them you can't really you know you can't really argue with them I think but... I think when you do that in both instances when you do that you put yourself in that position where it wouldn't be surprising if you see a red card. If they've mm. got VAR, they're very unlikely to miss something, or if you are sent off, it, you know, if it's wrong, they will overturn it and yeah. you will be brought back onto the field. That didn't happen in either instance, so everyone agrees that they've come to the right outcome. I just think it maybe Normally it would spoil the game. It brought it to life, and that last 20 minutes is just crazy. Yeah, I think Red Bulls would be really disappointed not to have won this, mm. especially because it was against the rivals. They almost lost it. Yeah, they nearly did. I mean, they're only two points off Atlanta, so it's not as if you know it's, it's ruined the season. However, they're four points above New York City. It would have been, uh, what, like six points above them? Or yeah, whatever. it would have been a real New Yorkers red moment. Yeah, and I think they will, I don't think they'll rude to miss it, but I think they'll be. it is a missed opportunity mm. for them. I know they won later on in the weekend, so they've they've had chance to, to you know, they've, they've made up for it. But New York City and New York Red Bulls, when they did last played, it was the first, pretty much the first game after the two managerial changes. They've had a few months now to settle in. Mm. Are these two sides real contenders for MLS Cup? And if they are, who has got the better chance, do you reckon? I I really like Red Bulls. I think even in the first couple of weeks, we were taken back by some of the football they were playing. Um, and so I, I've kind of known that, that, that they're going to be there or thereabouts. I have to confess to having a soft spot now for NYCFC though because of the manager if you watch the Man City documentary that's out over here in in the UK the guy is is Pep's right hand man and Pep will go to him with with anything he'll rely on him if 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 he says something's right and that they should do something Pep will do it Pep trusted him uh, and and his trust was unwavering, and I just think 
I'm surprised that he went to New York, mm. having now seen the documentary. I'm surprised because of how involved he was in that Man City team. He obviously has aspirations of being a of being a coach, being a uh, being a manager, and so keeping it within that City family totally makes sense. But I, the guy's pedigree is unbelievable. His CV and, and what he's won since he's been working with Pep is 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 unreal. And so I'm really surprised that it's so it's great for MLS that that he's decided that he's going to go over there and, and that that's the move for him. But I've got massive, massive respect for the guy. And so I just think that his experience can really take them somewhere. Yeah, put it this way. If Man City, well, I say Man City have a failure season, which to them would be finishing second or mm. even winning the league by less than 10 points. <laughs> uh, if I, they don't win it by February. Yeah, I think uh, losing, losing him would be part of that and I think Pep would agree with that this season in my eyes Red Bulls have got the better chance just because of the consistency that was there um, with Armas coming in after Jesse Mm. Marsh left Um, but then going forward it's going to be next year will be a really interesting season to see what happens with these two clubs and then what happens with the likes of Atlanta and the other and like Portland and Seattle Toronto you know the other contenders Um, but in terms of New York They've both got good chances, and it would not surprise me if the pair of them drew each other in the playoffs, which would be a juicy match. Mm-hmm. It really would. What I'd love to see is uh, Dome using Man City players on loan next season. Yeah. This is not something that we would ever have discussed before. Uh, I'm not um, stupid enough to, to think that Man City would send a player to MLS. However, with the Jack Harrison link, they've seen what Jack Harrison's done whilst he's been at, at New York City, and they've said right, mate, you're coming over here. And they've brought him back and, and sent him out on loan. With Dome knowing a lot of those Man City players, a lot of the youth players, we know that they work together mm. very closely, no matter whether they're where the, the under-21s, 23s, uh, the actual squad. I think there's work to be done. I think he could make something happen, which could take New York City to the next level. Keeping it in that City family, same owners, but giving a player that Pep's going to want to use in the next couple of years, some experience in MLS, Pep will trust Dome to look after them. I don't see why, if if those players uh, in the documentary, it's like Phil Foden and Diaz are the main two, uh, I, I don't think Phil Foden would go, to, I don't think any of them would go to MLS, because no. they seem to be They're very. They're, they're too the far on the fringe, they're, yeah. they're basically there. But there'll be players who maybe... We we don't know. City fans will, will be well aware of uh, players more, much more than we are. Uh, there will be players in that squad uh, or, or players that are ready to break through that could quite easily play in, in MLS. Man City don't have players that in that youth team that, that couldn't change a game in MLS. No, and I think if they're not in the first team, then they've not had a full season, send them out for the summer. There's not an international tournament. Mm. Um, send them out for the summer. They can start, or even from from March, send them out on loan. They can be there until uh, whenever, July. City will probably go to America anyway on a pre-season tour. They mm. can meet up there and come back. And he's had then a good seven, well, it was five or six months to of, of football. To Ready play. To, to hit the ground running. And if yeah. they want to send them out and, and see what they can do in the English leagues, they can they can do that in the championship. Yeah, and then they don't really need a pre-season because they've already got the, mm. the fitness. Uh, right, moving on. Uh, it was then to... So that was Thursday morning here in the UK. Friday morning. I love rivalry week. Friday morning in the UK. Chicago Fire Columbus Crew. Chicago yet again... 
minutes away from uh, from getting a better result. This time they drew, whereas against Montreal they lost. It's a start for them. It's not a defeat, but this is, again, Chicago, bottom of the league. Mm. This is a missed chance, isn't it? This game was all about the keepers until, what, 60, 65 minutes? Nil-nil, and it's just keepers making save after save after save, and, and they were the star of the show, but uh, Valenzuela with well, a dreadful pass back. <laughs> it was awful. Um, I wouldn't even say a pass back. It was a through ball. It, w- it was a triangle on FIFA. Like, he's actually just played him in. Um, Nikolic obviously scores, um, and then Columbus equalised with just minutes left, and like you say, that's disastrous for, Chica- uh, for Chicago. Yeah, if, if any Chicago... Uh, UK fans want to get in touch we'd love to because we've not really spoken about Chicago done a special on Chicago I would love to do a feature on Chicago in the upcoming weeks mm. just because it's just it's gone pear shaped that season it really has uh, another game that didn't really come to light until the, the final moments was the other game on Friday morning it was Houston 1 FC Dallas 1 I've not said this for a while Wenger out <laughs> yeah Wenger out no um Again, this it's there was a lot of draw, you know, a lot of, and I think it shows, especially with the rivalries. I know, yeah, the Houston FC Dallas is, and the New York rivalries a lot more than Chicago versus Columbus, but it does show that they're tight games, mm. and the apart from Colorado RSL, which we're talking about later on, but they are tight <laughs> games. So maybe they are build like whereas a derby match in Europe are normally tight games yeah. and they're normally... And they're hinged on mistakes. It's exactly the, yeah. the same as we've just talked about in that Chicago game. Um, Wenger is just with an awful, awful mistake again. Um, but it was in the 82nd minute. They've been locked at nil-nil for, for 82 minutes and you switch off for one second and it, and it costs you. Um, Peña equalised in the 87th minute. A Venezuelan with bleached blonde hair scoring in MLS. Yeah. Never heard of that before. That's, uh, what, 29 goals they've now scored, <laughs> Venezuelans. Um, another tight game, LA Galaxy versus LAFC. I started to... I watched the first half of this mm-hmm. after the Orlando-Atlanta game, and I honestly... I, I had plans to go to sleep after the Orlando-Atlanta game. I started watching the LA derby, and I was like, this is... this." That, for me, was one of the best halves of football I've seen in um, in MLS this season. It was 1-0, Latin got the goal, it just went behind the line. It was end-to-end. I found it, it weird that they don't have the goal decision system. I know. We're so used to seeing the ref just check his watch, yep, goal. They had to use the camera on the line, yeah. which obviously is really clever, and you always see them. You can see the cameras on the, on the post. You can always see them, but for some reason... Like, you just imagine, because it's America, you just imagine them to use the goal decision system because it's just black or white, it's in or not. It'd be a lot quicker if they could just have accepted it went in. But one angle looked, one angle was conclusive, but the other angle looked, it was a bit like, oh, has it crossed the line? But, um, yeah, this game was great. And uh, you know what? I need to give a special shout out to Ashley Cole because we've we've doubted him a bit on this podcast because we've seen him playing for Chelsea and Arsenal he was amazing Ashley Cole's performance in that first half was, was the one of the best defensive displays that I've seen heel. that back heel <laughs> the tackle as well um, I can't remember who it was on but he was basically he was going to cut inside and then cross in Ashley Cole and going forward he's crossing 
It, that was a great performance, and it annoys me that Ashley Cole is always about two or three games away from ascending off, yeah. and he misses then some games because that is Ashley Cole, and it was a fantastic performance. LAFC got the equaliser from the penalty spot in the last minute, one-one. LAFC still haven't beaten LA Galaxy, <laughs> but the games are getting. I know how they feel. The games are close. Two excellent teams going forward, so I'm sure. I mean, LA Galaxy won't like me to say this, but I'm sure the LAFC win is around the corner. Mm. More than Orlando beating Atlanta. Right, Uh, right, Sunday morning here in the UK, Philadelphia Union 1, New England Revolution 0. I'll be honest with you, I've not seen any of this game. You have. What happened? Right. Uh, Well, I want your opinion on this, even though you haven't seen it. Do you know, in the the VAR situation, if if you imagine the defence is playing a high line, that's what happened. Right. So, uh, ball forward for, for Philly. Now, Corey Burke has broken the offside trap, we think. Okay. He's clean through on goal, running all the way through, all the way into, into that half, broken the offside trap, and he's bearing down on goal. The ref and the linesman, the ref blows, the linesman flags for offside. He carries on, rounds the keeper, puts the ball in the net. Now, in the Premier League, you'd be booked for carrying on, kicking the ball away. It turns out, uh, upon VAR review, he was onside, so how glad is he that he carried on and put the ball in the net? But this, is this for me, is the issue with VAR. I like it, I'm, I'm all for it, we've discussed this, but as long as it's used correctly, let's not get into it, but use it correctly, you make sensible decisions, you use your common sense and intelligence, you, you do it on the right calls, you don't waste too much time, and, and you get those key decisions right. I don't know if you're a player what you're supposed to do. If you're him and you're you're played through, he did exactly the right thing. However, we can't have that every single time. Every time a, a foul is given or an offside is given, you can't just play on until you yeah. score. This is, you know what, you've made a very good point, and this is the one thing with VAR that I question about it mm. is, it's okay when it disallows a goal because it was offside. Yeah. However, if you're an attacking side and uh, a, a ball gets put through, he blows offside, the guy stops, and then it finds, you look on it, and it wasn't offside, it, you've got a missed opportunity there because of a wrong decision. So you're being penalised. So, yeah, I actually think that if it's high up the pitch and they're still playing 10 or 15 seconds later, then, no, you've got to just, the referee should just blow mm. it back. I'd give them four or five seconds. If it's a chance like that, if he's through on goal, let him have a shot. Don't book him. Like However, shot. right? If you're now, if you're New England, and you know that because they've been given offside, they've got five seconds to score. Do you not then just go and absolutely clatter them and bring them down? It's going to start all this gamesmanship. Well, it's a real is... grey area. I'm not saying yeah. you, you know you've got the right idea, but I'd, it's something that really needs looking at. I just think. For an attacker, you just need... If I was the manager of uh, any MLS team or any team in the world that is in a league that uses VAR, I would just say, right, just finish what you're doing. Because you might get booked. However, I think this should be a grey area where if it is offside... If he's 40 yards out and he has a shot, then no, you come <laughs> on, you can't have that. But if you're within the penalty area and you just it blows off, uh, offside and you have a shot and it goes in... Do it. Just just do it. And they will have to come out and make a rule of this at yeah, one point. Yeah, because my issue with this goal is that the defence gave up because they've been given offside. 
and so you know yeah. there needs to be a, cl- a clarification on that but but still an interesting uh, it was the only goal of the game and it finished 1-0 uh, Philly now into fifth well they, they were fifth they still are fifth uh, but they're now seven points above New England Revolution who are seventh in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. so that was a big win and yeah. um, Philly after a, they've been quiet really this season but they've managed to get wins when they need to and they, they're comfortably now in the, the playoff picture um, FC, sorry, Toronto FC. Careful what you call it. Free. Let's just say Toronto v Montreal. Uh, Montreal Impact One. Uh, some game in Canada. Toronto are back. Geo's back. Mate, old school, Sebastian. This is old school. Do you know what's old school about it? Go on. He's actually scoring. <laughs> yeah. Um, Two. So Toronto beat Montreal. Right, that's fine. Toronto are playing a lot better now. So are Seattle, which we'll discuss in a moment. Mm-hmm. We're not. I'm not having it. We're not. I, I'm sorry, but there's. We're not going to have Toronto Seattle Mark Three, are we? Toronto Seattle final means that Atlanta have had an absolute mare somewhere along the line. So I'm down with that. <laughs> no. Uh, right. Let's move swift. Move, swiftly move on from what you've just said. Uh, SKC two Minnesota uh, United nil. Oh, Johnny Russell's back. He's back. He's one of our favourites because uh, we like to support every. Uh, every UK player in uh, in MLS. Um, I mean, this was always going to be an SKC win, right? Yeah, I mean, the the first goal is such a nice team goal. It's a really nice um, bit of soccer ball. Uh, Johnny Russell to Quase turns, finishes. It's, re- it's really, really nice. Real quality from SKC. Uh, and then Johnny Russell with another assist, this time for Rubio. Four clean sheets in one month for SKC. They are a, back. A, they are epitomising at the moment the the sort of farm team, uh, and what I mean by that is that MLS are full of farm teams where they will win four in a row, not you know not concede, and then they'll lose the next two games five or six nil, and then you know it's just they run on farms, and that's SKC. They're up to second now. Uh, right, this is a game I've really wanted to chat about. To be honest, uh, Colorado Rapids versus RSL. RSL won 6 0. Um uh, Colorado Rapids, I'm gonna say it were a disgrace. I don't even wanna I don't even wanna break down goals here because there's no point. The same point stands for every single goal is in that it was just awful. The defending yeah. was I mean look, we know that MLS defenders are not you know, we're we're not putting them up there with, with Real Madrid and Barcelona, but be switched on. Look Look at your man. Who are you marking? Stay with them. Hold the line. And if the ball's in your box, get rid of it. It's like the, the basics are there. Yes, teams don't do it. Yes, Orlando are terrible at it before you jump in. But th- they know what they're doing to some extent. This just looked like a kid's game. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, Colorado went down to nine men. Uh, Jackson and Ajay Boateng got sent off, and it's just after that they just give up. It was it was two nil at half time. They're down to nine men, and the second half they, they just give up. And it was watching it. Price didn't what well, couldn't be bothered. It looked like, but then again, neither could any of a Colorado defense. Smith was horrific as well. Yeah. but then he's learned that at Ipswich. So. <laughs> um, but the thing is about this is that in any side, and I I as we. As I said last week on the podcast, I went to watch Man United v Tottenham on Monday. And I said to you about that game, Man United have no leaders at the back. Tottenham have loads. So that's why Tottenham were fine at the back and United had a nightmare. Colorado Rapids have no leaders. And to say that they've got Tim Howard in goal with the experience he's got, for that to happen, I think 
something needs to change there because that's not on. And uh, Tim Howard, I know he wasn't happy. You can see that on the TV. But somebody needs to get into him and go, listen, what is happening is a disgrace. Grab him on the pitch. Do whatever it takes to get the defence into gear because, and especially against your, your nearest rivals, to lose six nil and to put in an effort like that, I'm not a Colorado fan, neither are you. But that was poor. If if this was if this was Norwich against Ipswich or uh, Orlando in this apparent rivalry of Atlanta, you know, if your defense as a fan, you don't want to see that because they weren't trying, they weren't bothered, they just wanted the, the game to be over. But I know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stipulations and, and complications in this. But if you're in charge at Colorado and you're watching that. Just play the kids instead, because those defenders are not up to it. Don't want it. They're not switched on. They're not bothered. Get rid. I don't care what what you're paying them, what it, what it's costing you. Just get the kids on, because they're gonna they're gonna want to impress you. That was disgusting. Yeah, and they'd had uh, they've had two, a three decent performances in a row. Well, I know they lost to LAFC, but they picked up seven points before that, including two, you know, four points off the Galaxy. They were in good form. It's not as if Colorado or Chicago and have lost the last eight games, whatever it is. They were in good form and it was just, it was a disgrace. And yeah, they need to, they need to sort something out there because that performance was poor. Not taking anything away from RSL, but no, let's face it, it was a training session. It was three shots on goal. They might as well, do you know on FIFA where they have the little little games before the match yeah. it was like shooting practice for them they scored six goals and but Ira, we know all about RSL we know we're a good team and we know we can score goals to be fair Colorado. just before we move on yeah the one goal we should Savarino unreal finish yeah. Un- unbelievable goal that that would have gone in against anyone but the other five sorry it's just ridiculous yeah uh, San Jose Earthquakes <laughs> they're just not going <laughs> they were 2-0 up and I was like what? What's going on? I genuinely was like, what's happening? They're not going to win a game. They're not going to win their fourth game of the year. Or so. I think it's. About, I think they've won three <laughs> yeah. so far. And, and then, of course, it all uh, went back to normal, should we say. Like... I just want to. I just want to give a San Jose fan a cuddle because it's just not been a great season. The best, but, the best result so far has been a nil-nil draw against Man United. But do you remember when when Orlando were were on their run and then they started their their run of of losses? We were like, right, how long before they change it? And we said about San Jose, we were like, right, something's got to change. They're just sort of like. Do you know that gif of the the guy that's just sat there whilst everything's on fire and he's just like, this is fine. Like this, everything's fine. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Poor, poor, poor. But Vancouver, a great a turnaround for them. Um, a much-needed win as well because they're now one point behind LA Galaxy in uh, the Western Conference in the playoff picture. So that's really heating up at the moment, especially if you look at Seattle... Uh, 38 points LA Galaxy 38 points Portland 37 Vancouver 37 it's going to get really interesting San Jose 4 <laughs> not quite but 17 is still not good enough uh, right so to round off rivalry week this was on Monday morning here in the UK so Sunday night in the uh, Americas um, New York Red Bulls 1 DC United 0 uh, we saw a picture afterwards of Rooney with Thierry Henry, and it he <laughs> just looked like something out of a journey. It really did. Yeah, on FIFA. Um, but it was nice to see that. But yeah, Red Bulls get the win. Uh, Kaku's scored an impressive goal. I just written 
in my notes for this game. I've just written, Kaku! What a finish. A finish. Uh, a good win for New York Red Bulls. DC United have been playing well. They've been hitting form, so I, I don't think it will curtail them. Uh, it be interesting to see how they respond against... Uh, it's a big word for you. Thanks. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they respond against Atlanta ne- next weekend, but they are at home, which they've been very impressive at Audi Field. Uh, and then Cascadia. It was won by Seattle. Big win for them. Yeah. Cascadia and Casconte were the words. Um, Casconte was an awful own goal. Not only did he get nutmegged, but it hit his legs on the way through and then went in. I mean, it's just, when it's not your day, it's not your day. However, however, one thing, like, if we're go- it, it was funny. However, he did make up for it. He made one of the best challenges we've seen uh, all season at the end yeah. of the game. Uh, Chase back, got an immense challenge in at the end, so um, fair play to him. But Seattle are in the playoffs. They do it it's again. happening every single year. It's happening, do it. and you don't. You would not bet against them. They're coming for it. you, mate. They're coming oh, for no, you. Not. They've been resting. They're, they've just started their season. They're fresh. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no, no. But anyway, it's impressive. Portland, I, I think Portland will make the playoffs as well. So they'll be disappointed with this, but there's not a major issue. Right? Shall we have a look at predictions? Mm. <laughs> Uh, this is I'm where, terrible at this. This is where we need to do the production again. Oh, yeah. Um, we're, we're recording in a cupboard while our other studio gets refurbished, so I haven't got any of the, 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 the fancy stuff that we normally use. Do you want to do it, or shall I? Um, no, you do the first one. Okay, ready? Yep. MLS UK show. 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 Right, so show. predictions. That's normal. Uh, predictions. Show. You'll be pleasantly sure. surprised to know, sure. Elliot Holman, sure. that you sure. have won the predictions this week. Are you serious? It's serious. No, you're winding me up. You were losing was... 11-2 on weeks. Are you serious? You, I've actually won. You're now losing 11-3. <laughs> get in! <laughs> Come on! I so, didn't think I'd be saying get in in this podcast. Let me have a look. How did it go down? You got quite a few... Uh, basically, you won 45 points to 40, because for a correct score, we give 10 points. For a uh, correct outcome, we give five points. Go on, run me through it. You got quite a few scores right. That's why you've won 45-40. Um, you said that New York City uh, and New York Red Bulls would be a draw, but you said 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. I said New York City win 1-0. Um, we both said... Oh, no, I said Houston FC Dallas would be a draw. We both said Atlanta would win. Um, <laughs> we both said Philly would win, but you said they'd win 1-0. One, one, yeah. Um, I said Toronto would beat Montreal, but 3 0. So we're now on 20 points to 15. You said SKC would win 2 0 yeah. against Minnesota, where I said they'd just win. Um, we both said RSL would win. We both said Vancouver would win. We both said Red Bulls would win. But then I needed a correct score to draw in the last one. You said Portland would win. I said Seattle would win, but I said 2-1. Um, so you win by five points. Congratulations. Get in. Get in. I've not even said that in ages. Get in. So you're eight weeks away from drawing with me. But it's a start. I'm going to go on a run. <laughs> like Orlando at the start of the season. Let's just hope I don't do what they did for the rest of it. <laughs> go on, you do some production now. Okay, we're going to do... Um, all right, well, it's into me having a chat. We now cross live to Henry Hewitt. 
MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Uh, right, so as we're recording in a box room... Just uh, act normal like that was yeah. real. Uh, as we're recording in a box room, we don't actually have access to uh, like Skype and, and what, how we'd normally phone. So, at the radio station we work at, of course, they aren't going to pay for us to call the US or Canada. <laughs> So we're going to, for the next few weeks, concentrate on our... Uh, our roots. Our roots, so our fans in the UK. So we're going to start with uh, Stuart, who is part of the Atlanta United oh. UK. Oh, I see. Right, so every every week we're getting to... Oh, it's basically the Orlando podcast. Oh, we mention Atlanta every single week, and here they are, now guests as well. Yeah, well, Stuart's part of the Atlanta United UK uh, supporters group. They've got a watch night coming up for the Red Bulls game at the end of September. So he had got in touch and he said, well, can you mention it? I said, well, better than that. You can come on the podcast. We can talk Atlanta after the Orlando game and we can promote his uh, watch night as well. Right. I've done this before, but I'm going to press this button and I'll slowly, uh, slowly fade away. Like you'll be able to hear me less and less and less and less and less. Over to you. Right. Let's do this. Stuart, welcome to the MLS UK show. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thanks, especially after the weekend, which is why Elliot isn't here. I think he, he's not keen on talking about Atlanta at the moment, so he sends his apologies. Yeah. Uh, well, I no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, getting, uh, it's getting fun this season, isn't it? It's getting good. It's getting a bit nervous now, though, because they are looking a bit uh, tired at spells. Yeah, I felt that on, uh, on Saturday. I must admit, uh, well... Yeah, Saturday morning here in the UK. I felt that even though you'd always fancy Atlanta to hit Orlando on the break, I think Orlando was in a, in the match a lot more than I would have hoped for. Um, now, you actually didn't get to watch the game, but you saw the highlights. Joseph Martinez, can we just talk about him? What a player. He's, what a difference has he made to Atlanta this season? He's been fantastic, especially with sort of like um, no injuries this year, really. Uh, because last season he had that bad injury and he was out for quite a while and I think that had an effect on last season but this season, unbelievable Yeah, I think with um, I mean, obviously last year it was uh, Almiron who was the the star of the show really obviously Almiron's still a star but Martinez has took that on are you worried at all going ahead looking at next season that with uh, Atlanta playing so well and the, the players in particular playing so well that a few of the European sides would, are looking over and, and going to take some of the players? I think with Almiron, I think that's pretty much a guaranteed thing that's going to happen. I think he's definitely going to go. Uh, Martinez, I don't know. I personally don't know about him. He's done Europe. It didn't work for him. I think he's in his little comfort zone at the minute. I would hate to see him go, but there is a possibility with him. Like I said, he's already done Europe and it didn't work for him. So, fingers crossed. He's the record breaker now with his goal against Orlando. If he wins the MLS Cup, is there really much else for him to, uh, to do in MLS? Is that a worry that he could just think, well, I've done everything, I need to move on? No, this, this, the, the next, if they win, they've got that next phase of sort of like uh, our version of the Champions League, haven't they? Yeah. So could that be sort of tempting for them then? And then after that, see where they go. And then maybe after that, you may be thinking about leaving. But he has still got that to look forward to. 
Uh, Stuart, I want to know about you a bit more. What's uh, So you're part of Atlanta United UK. First of all, how did that start and, and what made you get into MLS? Well, to start with, it was um, like a, I go over to Atlanta. I've got friends there, so I've been going over for like a number of years. So um, we went last year and we've been uh, Atlanta United's first season. Uh we got tickets to go and watch their game, but it was at the Bobby Dodd Stadium uh, that they were renting from. I think it's uh, one of the college teams. Hmm. Uh, so we got we got into it that way. Me and my daughter went with friends, and I mean the atmosphere was just bouncing. It was unbelievable. It was more like what it is here, and that was like nothing what I expected. So I mean, instant hooked. So, like, when I got back, I ended up going on Facebook and joining, like, one of the Facebook groups, like, the Atlanta fans group. And from there, there was a couple of other people for the UK on it. And I got talking to uh, a guy, Sam, for Lincoln. And I said to him that he should start our own group. And he was expecting his first child, so we waited a while, and then he got the group started. And then he just went over over where he just went absolutely full hit on it with the website, memberships. Uh, so it's took off massive. I think we've got about 400 people or something on the actual uh, Facebook page now and 40-odd um, actual members, members, paid memberships for the club. So it's it's seems to be taken off and that's on the space of about four or five months. Do you think it's helped that uh, Atlanta have been doing so well and they are such attractive to watch? So let's say, for example, Minnesota, who entered the league at the same time. Do you think if you started to do a, a Minnesota fan group instead, you'd have the same success? Or is it just because yeah. of the league? If it was Minnesota, no, definitely not. I think it's because, obviously, Atlanta's success, the records that seem to be breaking, they're quite... Even, I mean, they're quite popular over here they seem to be on the media quite a bit so I think that has massively helped and to be honest with the group as well there's a lot of ex-UK people in Atlanta that's actually in our group now as well and we've had the, we've actually had the flags and everything on the big uh, halo and the Mercedes-Benz stadium on the big screen so we've had people actually caught on TV with the UK uh, supporters group flag as well that's been pretty cool have you had a chance to go over to the Mercedes Benz yet? no I'm going back over next year end of June beginning of July uh, I know Sam and two other lads from Middlesbrough Grant and Andrew they, who are part of the actual team that's got this website and everything up and running in the group they're trying to get a funding going. They're doing bets and everyone every week to try and get their uh, funding going to head over next year as well. Well, we've got somebody from Atlanta, Andrea. She's part of like say, the Terminus Legion, which supporters group from there. Hmm. So she's moving over to London. So she's actually joined our group. So she's helping us get in this group sort of like out there over in Atlanta as well at the minute. It will be nice for you guys as well when you go over to, uh, you know, I'm sure Atlanta will be uh, very welcoming and 
let's hope that you can be going next year to see the well, MLS Cup champions. Fingers crossed. That's, I mean, we're aiming to get um, like 100 paid memberships for the club, uh, for the supporters group, and uh, we can hopefully then be recognised as an official supporters group by United. That's our aim. So we're at 40-odd members at the minute, so our aim is to get that 100 before the leaving look at having an official supporters group. So that's our aim, and it would be pretty good because I know there is the connections with the UK and Atlanta United from, uh, I think it's one of the company directors or something that helped set it all up and that. Someone, I think he was part of Tottenham or Arsenal or something. Yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. Looking at this season, exciting news. You've actually got a uh, a bit of a watch party, haven't you, for the Red Bulls game? Yeah, we have. Uh, we've got people coming from like the Lincoln, coming up from London. Uh, I'll be driving down from Scotland, if I'm not already, in Manchester. We're having it in Leeds. I think we've got about 11 or 12 going at the minute. Uh, so we're having it at Shooter's Sports Bar in Leeds. Well, and... They've already agreed to screen it for us and everything. If anyone is listening and they do want to come along to the meetup or they want to find out more about the Supporters Club, what's the best way to, to get you on social media? The best way is probably the Facebook page, uh, which is like the Atlanta United UK Fans Group. Um, so if you type that in, I'm, I'm sure it'll come up. We've also got a Twitter, but that's I think that's in the middle of getting sorted out. Uh, there is, uh, we have got our own website. Uh, probably the best way to get in contact with anybody uh, would be through the Facebook page. And before you go, Stuart, big match at the weekend. Atlanta face Wayne Rooney's DC, a, a DC side that are performing very well at the moment but there'll be no match for Atlanta, right? I think uh, we can get points for that. I'm pretty much positive we'll get the three points for that uh, because we have been very good on the road this year and I know we've got two more away games after that. Um, Just It's all going to depend on the the stamina, really, because it's a lot of travelling these last four games. I think we'll get the three points against DC. If we can get about another... Six, seven points through the three away games. I think we should be looking pretty good for the the league. Uh, Well, thanks, Stuart, for joining us on MLS UK show. Remember, if you want to go to the watch night or if you want to get involved with Atlanta United UK, you can get them on Facebook, uh, get in touch with Stuart and uh, and everyone else that's there. And and we this is something that we're really promoting. We do a lot. We've had a chat with Orlando City UK. We've had New England's uh, podcast on. LAFC. LAFC, yeah. So, uh, UK... Oh, hi, Elliot. You're back. Um, so... Uh, the UK fans, we're part of that and we want to promote this in the UK. So if you're a member of a supporters group or you want to promote it or you want to just have a chat about your team while we're in this box studio, get in touch with us at MLS UK Show and uh, we'll get you on the show. And we'll we'll see how many supporters groups there are out there. All right, can we do something else now? All right, let's, should we have a look at five things we may have missed from MLS this week? MLS UK Show. Show. I feel the need Show. that we need to remind people all the time that we the production will be back soon. 
because uh, the, last week it was quite good, and uh, there was a there was a moment where you did it, and I thought, oh wow, that sounds just like it. But now it's getting lazy, and we're just like, Psh, you, uh, yeah, 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 but you're back with us, podcast. <laughs> Uh, right, let's have a look at uh, some things you may have missed from um, MLS this week. We did the five things you may have missed while Elliot was proposing to his girlfriend in Orlando last week. That feature will never come back. We're going back now to, <laughs> to five things you Unless may have missed Unless I break up with her and get engaged to someone else whilst in Orlando. Ah, right, yeah. Well, it could come back. You never know. Hopefully not. Uh, right, Bastian Schweinsteiger. He has been awarded the Bavarian Order of Merit in Munich. Uh, this is ahead of his testimonial that's being played on Tuesday evening uh, against Bayern Munich. Chicago Fire are taking a break from losing in MLS to lose to a, a top-class European team. Um, he's obviously a former Munich player. He won the World Cup while he was there and the Champions League and all sorts of things. So uh, it's nice for Bastian to go back. He gave his press conference and he did say that there will be tears on Tuesday. Tonight, so uh, hopefully this will inspire the fire to put in some better performances. But now they're off the bottom, replaced with Orlando. So you know they're going up. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, the court dealing with the Save the Crew situation have revealed the Austin FC logo and team name. Should the move come through, of course, uh, Austin FC is going to be the name, and the emblem is going to be a green tree. Mm. Uh, with I a don't l- like it. I'm not a fan of it. It does look like broccoli. Yeah. Um, however, and there's going to be 11 leaves on there, which can you imagine? Can you think of why there'd be 11 leaves on there? For 11 players? That's right, yeah. Um, it's interesting to see. So is Miram going to go with them to... Uh... Uh, maybe, I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to see a face to it now do you know where it's been mm. so you know we're obviously we 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 do want the crew to be in columbus that we've made our our feelings clear apart on it apart from miram apart from miram but it's interesting I now i want him to be far away <laughs> but it's interesting now that they have put a face to it really um and it's becoming a lot more real now which i don't know whether columbus fans it's become a lot more of a scary prospect now that it is becoming a face to it but we'll obviously we'll update you on any situation on this and we'll we'll keep you updated uh right elsewhere zlatan in the only way zlatan knows how he has been sending emails out to la galaxy season ticket holders have you seen this yeah i've seen this and I thought, although I didn't see the context to it, I assumed it was one of those emails you get where it's like, hi, I'm a Saudi prince. I've just transferred you a million dollars. Do you want it? Click here to claim it. Um, I thought it was one of those. I didn't realise it was actually Zlatan. Yeah, it was actually Zlatan. So an example of this, he emailed a guy called Patrick, who's an LA Galaxy season ticket holder. They're looking to, for people to renew for next season. Literally, the email just says, dear Patrick, you will renew now. <laughs> Zlatan and you can click on renew now <laughs> sorry but it's so good it's class I love him so much uh, and it, in the I'd sign up even though I can't get to the games <laughs> yeah. if Zlatan emailed me I'll give them like, I don't know how much it costs a year but I'd just pay it in the subject it's just a message from Zlatan and it was also did you know this it was Zlatan's 499th career goal against LAFC I did know that because I heard it in the commentary. But do you want me to act surprised? Yes. Do it, say it again. And if that was, if emailing the fans wasn't uh, good enough, mm. Zlatan against yeah. LAFC actually yeah. scored his 499th career. No. Goal. Yes, he did. So yes. he's one off 500. One off 500. I did not know that. Honest. No one told me that. Swear down. 
Definitely. Didn't know that. Uh, right, fourth on the five things you may miss from MLS this week is uh, Giovinco. He's not happy. He's not happy with being open. Be- He's not happy with BMO Field. Why? Uh, because of all the activities that go on there uh, with Toronto Argonauts, the uh, Canadian Football League team, playing on there as well. Them. He says they're damaging the pitch. I didn't spoil it so much because he scored two against Can Montreal. Uh, but he's not happy. He, he complains that the environmental conditions are affecting the pitch. Yeah. Okay. And finally this week, what you may have missed is that one of our UK stars in MLS is coming home. A bit of a surprising move, this one. Yeah, I, I, I don't get this. I thought it was a wind-up. Tyrone Mears is swapping Minnesota for West Brom. He's signed for the championship side uh, to help out in their promotion push. Just to be fair, have I kind of missed something in terms of, like, has he been exceptional and I just haven't picked up on it? He, who was he scored that goal against? Was it SKC? Apart from that, though, yeah. He, he scored that great goal. Uh, yeah, apart from that, because he's been at Atlanta as well, hasn't he, last year? It didn't really do much there. I I don't know. Uh, I know he's mates with uh, Darren Moore, who is the manager of West Brom, and let's face it, West Brom got beat by Bolton on the first day, so they need all the help you can they can see get. the three goals against Norwich. So. <laughs> they need all the help. So, uh, Tyrone Mears, we have got one less UK player in MLS now. Tyrone has come back to... Uh, England to West Brom. We wish him all the best of luck. Well, you do. No, I don't. I used to play at Bolton. He was useless there as well. (laughs) Uh, So that's the five things you may have missed from MLS this week. The MLS UK Show with Henry Hewitt and Elliot Holman. No, it's not that one because we're looking at next week now. Okay, uh, let me just find it. Let me just... I've I've pressed the wrong button. (laughs) This week in MLS... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Just that cool. Uh, right, this game's on Thursday morning. New York Red Bulls are... Um, they're just having games for fun, aren't they, at the moment? Uh, they're, what is it, third game in a week? Mm. They're playing Houston Dynamo. It's Thursday morning at one o'clock. Red Bulls at home, Houston away. This is going to be a Red Bulls win. What score are you going for? Uh, I'm going 3-0. 3-0? Yep. 2-0. DC United versus Philadelphia Union. This is also on Thursday morning. This is at 1 o'clock. Uh, DC United at home, you'd always fancy. But Philadelphia have had some good results recently. 2-1 DC United. That's annoying. Because I was going to go for the same result. Uh, if DC win this, they will go six points behind Philadelphia. Uh, with them at home, I do fancy them winning. You say, what score did you say again? 2-1 DC. <laughs> Literally forgot about it, even though it was two seconds ago. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 DC. San Jose versus FC Dallas. Half three this, so good luck if you're staying up for it. I predict San Jose to be 5-0 up <laughs> and then lose 6-5. <laughs> uh, no, I think it'll be 3-1 FC Dallas. Um, I think 4-2 FC Dallas Okay, Portland versus Toronto FC This again These are all these matches happening on Thursday morning um, We will only be doing one podcast They'll finish at 6am Can't wait for oh. that well, we'll, Unless there's a weather delay uh, we'll only be doing one podcast this week because obviously we're in the box. When we're back in our studio, we will probably we normally do two, don't we? Mm. When it's midweek, uh, Portland versus Toronto. This is going to be 
this is the potential to be a huge game. Portland lost the last four, so they really need a win in this one. Toronto are now tipping the point of, right, they can make a run to the playoffs. I think Portland's misery is going to continue. I think it'll be 2-1 to Toronto. I'm going 2-0 Portland. Oh, OK. Uh, right. This is at the weekend now, Saturday, uh, 1st of September. Where has this year gone? So weird. We've only got a few months left of MLS. Um, nine o'clock here in the UK on Saturday evening. It's Seattle Sounders versus SKC. This is a massive match. Seattle performing so well. SKC picked up form as well. They're not conceding goals. They're going to win the league. They're going to win the league. But not the MLS Cup. <laughs> um... How do you see this one going? Ooh, it's so difficult. By the way, that ooh, I, noise I just made was because I was going to say 1-1 one, one, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, whoa, uh, uh, yeah, 1-0. 2-2. One, one I think it'll be a draw. Mm, I can't okay. separate them. Um, we're now moving on to Sunday morning. Montreal Impact versus New York Red Bulls. This, again, is a tough one to call, I think. Red, Red Bulls should play every single day. Um, I think the impact of Wobbled, and we, if you look at the patterns, I think it'll be 2-1 Red Bulls. I think all these matches are going to catch up on the Red Bulls. I think it'll be 2-1 to Montreal Impact. OK. New England take on Portland Timbers, and I think they'll get beaten 1-0. I think 3-2 to the Revolution. I think Portland will have a, a big game on Thursday morning, so I think it'll take it out of them a bit. Then they've got to travel to New England. Is it that far? I don't know my geography. Portland's, Portland's so far away from everything. All right, well, yeah, it's quite far then. Um, so, yeah, I think Revolution will win. OK. Orlando versus Philly. They've already beaten them away. But that was when they were in the run. Um, you know what? I think I think you're going to win. Finally, do you reckon? I think it'll be. I think it'll be three two to Orlando. I'm going two two. Right. So also on Sunday morning, this is at one a.m. Columbus Crew versus New York City. Uh, New York after the Philadelphia result and then the Red Bulls draw, they'll obviously have half a team out because yeah. they're, they're getting sent, <laughs> men sent off. Um. How do you see this going? Oh, I've got my newfound love for for NYC after uh, after the Man City documentary. So uh, I actually think they'll get beaten. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for a I'm going for a sly one nil for Columbus. This is the thing: every team that you have a bit of a soft spot for, <laughs> I am the kiss of death. Yeah. Uh, so please leave Atlanta alone. I love Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, I've I think Columbus um it seems like ages that they've played a home yeah. game. It's probably not been, but um I think Columbus will win. I think it'll be I think it'll be two one. New York City always score, so it'll be two one. Okay. FC Dallas versus Houston Dynamo. Again, they they, they must play about six times a season. Okay. So they played last week, one one. Um, this is why you've got to love MLS though it's just a farce <laughs> yeah. it's like like imagine Man U playing Man City like four times in a month just for lols uh, right FC Dallas I, I fancy you because they're at home yeah uh, they are, they're brilliant at home I'm going for 2-0 I think there'd be goals in this I think it'd be I think it'd be 3-1 to uh, FC Dallas okay 
Toronto FC versus LAFC. This is a massive game. I know. It's going to be so good. Although these, this is whenever I build it up again. Whenever I build it up or whenever I say that I, I love a team or I'm backing them, it's game over. So it'll probably be nil-nil. So what are you actually going for? Because we don't, we don't back nil-nils in MLS. It's got goals in it, this. It's got so many goals in it. I'm going, I'm going to be bold. And when we go through predictions next week, I'll rue this because it's stupid. But I'm going to go 4-3 LAFC. 4-3? <laughs> I'll regret it so much, but I just want to go out. I just want to be bold. Uh, well, I can't separate them. I'm going 2-2. Okay. That was an anticlimax. <laughs> RSL versus LA Galaxy. RSL fresh off their 6-0 win. I think it'd be a more difficult, much more difficult this week. Uh, although LA Galaxy's form has not been great. You know what I'm like with RSL. Whenever they're at home, I will back them to you win. You love RSL. I think it'll be 3-2, though. I'm going 3-1 RSL. Uh, right, last match. This is uh, on Sunday morning. This is at three o'clock That's in the morning. More, he's got a lantern as well. Last match on Sunday morning. Oh, okay. Apologies. I don't. I've not forgot about a lantern. Apologies. Apologies. Um, good luck if you're staying up for this one. Three o'clock in the morning. Vancouver Whitecaps versus San Jose Earthquakes. Um, San Jose will be looking to to get some vengeance after what happened last week. I just don't see it happening. They've won three games all season. <laughs> It'll still be three games. <laughs> Horrific. Um, I think this will be... You know, this is the type of game I see Alfonso Davis playing and just running riot. Yeah. I think it'll be 4-1 Vancouver. I was going to go for a 3-0 Vancouver. But why are they just? Why is everyone just playing each other twice? It's ridiculous. Um also, if you can if you can think of nothing worse than watching San Jose on the road, don't worry because it'll all be over by six a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, good luck. Uh, right, this is Monday morning here in the UK, so Sunday evening in uh, the Americas. DC United versus Atlanta United. This is a huge come game. Come on, DC. No, no, come on, Atlanta. Wayne Rooney come versus Wayne. Joseph Martinez. I'm not looking forward... As an Atlanta fan, I'm not looking forward to this game. I think... I don't think it'll be a fair reflection. I think DC have got a long way to go, even with Rooney. But I just feel like Atlanta might slip up here. And I, I so I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go 2-2. No. I think Atlanta will win 2-1. Wayne Rooney's had it easy so far in MLS. Welcome to the real MLS, Wayne. Atlanta will win 2-1. <sighs> Someone put a stop to this Atlanta <laughs> chat. It's getting horrific. I can't wait. There'll be a time. We've seen how MLS changes. We've seen how it fluctuates. We've seen Galaxy bottom, then top, then bottom. Just you wait. It's gonna be. I'm going to be unbearable. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm writing a check here that in a, maybe next season or when we inevitably bottle it in the playoffs, that I'm, you're just going to go at me. But. I cannot wait. Uh, right. Well, that's it for MLS UK Show this week. Uh, subscribe, follow us on social media at MLS UK Show. And as well, if you are part of a UK supporters group, you want to get more UK fans on the show, especially because we are in this box room and can only use uh, the telephone. I like the cupboard. It's nice. Um, so get in touch with us and, uh, you know, we'll try and get you on the, the podcast if you've got something to promote as well.
Yeah. And uh, thanks to everyone who's uh, responded to stuff that we said in last week's podcast. I, I find it hilarious. Some people get so wound up. Some people are like, yes, yes, you're so right. It's so true. Um, so uh, if you disagree with everything we've said, which is highly likely, uh, don't forget you can get involved at MLS UK Show. Uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.